0: Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, good morning everybody. I hope everyone is um, having a good day, good start to your day, and, and everyone's doing well. I'm doing well. I'm in the preparation of getting ready for the role, but um, and tied with um Getting ready for today's call. Um, let me let me put this disclaimer out here before I introduce uh the topic and what we're gonna continue talking about today. As always, Wisdom Inside is meant to guide you back to you doing your search and allowing God and the Holy Spirit to commune with you. Right? It is in no way to bring condemnation or criticism, but it is to bring the seed of correction and to follow through with being obedient to what we've been called to do. And I, y'all might be wondering, like, why does she feel the need to say that? Because I know today, I'm going to do a whole lot more than touch on some people's toes because I know how when this revelation came to me probably two and a half years ago, it struck some chords because, it challenged me in some ways. And so I've not really, never really shared this insight outside the last two and a half years with anybody other than people that know me personally. And getting to be here in this season and having been told to speak on this topic, y'all might be shocked, but I'm a little nervous. And not nervous because I don't believe in what's being told to me or I'm not certain about it but nervous because it's definitely going to uh, do what always happens, I believe, from any leader that God calls to their platform, is it is going to test your ability to stay focused and your ability to stay firm and your ability to make sure that you're not attached to the approval of people so that as he gets ready to take you into using you more and more um you're going to have some things that are going to make people look at you a little side-eyed. So uh, know that everything I share is a learning lesson. If you open your hearts to receive it, don't think with your mind. Uh, just even what I share with you, all of you are leaders, so I promise you, if you haven't experienced it, you're going to experience it on this journey. As you grow from every level, there's going to be something that God is going to use to test you and to test your ability to move forward. He's going to test your allegiance to him, even in your entrepreneurial journey. So uh, be prepared for that today, okay? So we are continuing with today with the topic that we opened up with yesterday, Mind Your Gap. And so today we're going to talk about the first stumbling block that uh, we shared on yesterday about minding your gap, and that is Christianizing what God detests. So the purpose of sharing these stumbling blocks is so that you can identify them in your life as a Christ-centered entrepreneur because I believe these are the very subtle ways that the prince of the air causes us to not miss what God has for us but delays us because many times the marketplace seems to have the stronghold or the lock on what entrepreneurship is, and I personally believe entrepreneurship is is a spiritual journey that God uses, uh, the disciples, that followed Jesus, all of them were entrepreneurs, right? And he met all of them in their place of business. And so their effectiveness as leaders was a result of them being entrepreneurs, people who could recognize a need and create a solution to that need. I think that's a very uh, spiritual perspective. But we know those of us who study and read the Bible or apply the Bible in our lives, we know that it's the very place that the enemy knows the Bible as well, and he understands because he is a spirit as well. He may not have the same authority and the same abilities, but he definitely knows a lot more than us as humans because he has a strategy that his whole goal is to destroy what God has ordained. So Christianizing what God detests, I want to be number one, but I also think it is the anchor. I think these other ones fit in that umbrella. Because if we don't pay attention to how as Christ-centered entrepreneurs that we are following certain tactics and antics that are rooted in other religions, we can find ourselves using these forms of worship and saying, because I'm a Christian, therefore there's no issue with what I'm doing. And so today I want us to understand there is an issue. And it is a detest to God, and it is definitely something that is taking you out of his will for you. When we believe that we can participate in certain methods and certain ideas to accomplish our goals, in and apart from what God will is, we are clearly following a way that is not the precept that God has made out for us. Because God has made it very clear in his Word. His precepts, those general rules that are intended for us to be able to regulate our behavior and our thought as we live in this world. And understanding those precepts are the root to scriptures such as Romans 12 and 2 that says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have to be mindful in 1 John two fifteen and 17 to understand that it, this is giving us precepts for how we are to live and operate in this world. 1 John 2 and 15 through 17 says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride in possession. Is not from the Father, but it's from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. As Christ centered entrepreneurs, we discovered yesterday our essential priority is to do the will of God, it is to fulfill the divine unique assignment and calling that he has given on our lives. Our goal is to hear him say that you are well done, thy good and faithful servant. We are seeking his pleasure in all of the things that we do, not our own. And there are some simple, very subtle devices that are existing in the marketplace to guide entrepreneurs to success that have dressed themselves up as something that is okay to participate in because they have used certain scriptures and certain foundations to do exactly what Satan did in the Garden of Eden is to give us a sense of double-mindedness, to introduce another opinion that is opposite of the precept that God has laid for us. We must understand that God does not want his people to worship anything or anyone else or to use any devices used to worship other gods as replacement for worshiping him. Because he has given us a divine order, of relationship with him, and it only comes through our relationship with his son, Jesus Christ, who is the word, by the way. The word that God gives to this type of behavior is called adultery. Not adultery, but idolatry because anything that becomes an idol in our life starts to take us away from God's will for us. In 1 John 5 and 21, we read that it's a very simple verse. that says, little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. Just that simple, nothing else. We're told and warned that idols, are not supposed to be a part of our lives. When we are worshiping idols, we are living for self. Any idol, well, an idol is anything that we constantly make equal to or more important than God. I need y'all to get that part right there. Because when I start to give you the two things that I'm going identify today, you're going to need to understand where I'm coming from. It says anything that we consider. Consistently make equal to or more important than God in our attention, our desire, our devotion, and our choices. It's a slippery slope because we think that when we say my intention is right, then that I'm putting that, I'm adding that to what God is saying. He done gave us simple cases of how to worship him. He didn't gave us The simplicity of our mere faith in Jesus Christ is the only thing that sets us in right standing with him. Everything else, every action we take is a working out of our salvation. It's a sanctification and a justification of who we are in this world. It's about bringing glory to him by living in a way that highlights how good and how great he is and how powerful it is of the simple faith and what his son Jesus did for us. That's what makes us in right standing. But there are things in the marketplace that many of us Christ-centered entrepreneurs are being led away to believe are great tools for us to accomplish the success we desire, and we are using them. Without understanding, they are dividing our allegiance. They are taking us away from the one thing that is supposed to matter. It's taking us away from living single-minded, and that is why we're confused. That's why we're chasing after things and wondering why it's not working. That's why we're tipping our silence for the approval of people because we have lost our allegiance. Oh, y'all stay with me. I'm I'm going to calm down just a little bit, but y'all got to understand when this, came to me two and a half years ago. It tested everything I thought I understood. And it wasn't until this coming week that I was told clearly, I need you to speak what I've been teaching you, that you've been too afraid to say because you don't want to be the one that takes the knife to what people are believing, that there's so many, it's a broad acceptance of it for right now. It's people buying into it even in the doors of our church. Do y'all hear me? This divided allegiance is the very subtle hidden device that the prince of the air is using, I believe, as this clear stumbling block that is causing us to Christianize behaviors that are rooted in Eastern mysticism. This is not something that is new or that God did not clearly forewarn us in the Bible. Because Eastern mysticism has its root in the simple basis of teaching and believing that people can become one with God. You might say, well, it? where is that? But I'm going to take y'all on a quick journey. And I hope if I go over, if you want to say, say, if you don't, it's okay. Y'all can go back and listen to the replay. But I'm going to get out of what needs to be said today before I leave you. So we go and we see in creation that the fall of man actually occurred because of man's desire to be one with God. You say, where is that? It's clearly written that when the temptation occurred in chapter 3 of Genesis, you can go read it for yourself, he approaches them and says, Ye have God said ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden. And then it goes on and say what the woman says, and he says to her, In verse three, God hath said ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it lest ye die. Okay, that's what the woman says. And so the serpent says to you, ye shall not surely die. For God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be As God, knowing good and evil. Okay, so why would we follow antics such as affirmation that is rooted in a religion to make us one with God when we ultimately know in Scripture it was the very thing that caused the fall of man? We do it because it's a very subtle way that people have dressed up and said using, Christian, using biblical scriptures has made affirmation acceptable. I'm here to tell you it ain't. In Deuteronomy 12:29 and 32, the clear precept says, When the Lord your God cuts off from before you, the nations which you go to dispossess, and you displace them and dwell in their land, Take heed to yourself that you are not ensnared to follow them after they are destroyed from before you and that you do not inquire after their God saying, how did these nations serve their God? I also will do likewise. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. For every abomination to the Lord which he hates, they have done to their God. For they burn even their sons and daughters in the fire to their God. Whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. Ye shall not add to it, nor take away from it. So, did I not just explain to you that adultery It's when we consistently make equal to or more important than God in our attention, in our desires, in our devotions, and in our choices. When he clearly gave us a precept that said, don't add to anything I've told you and don't take away from it because I am your God. Your allegiance is unto me. We also have to be careful with the second one that is real popular amongst entrepreneurs in the marketplace, and that's meditation. Meditation is a dangerous thing because it leaves your mind empty. You are not built to have an empty a mind that just allows the enemy to have a playing field on, yourself, on your mind. We have embraced this as a and supported it with scriptures such as Joshua 1 and 8, but I'm here to tell you that ain't what he's talking about. The meditation he refers to in that is about applying the word of God into your life practically on a daily basis, making it real, meditating on it. Do you know that the actual technique behind affirmation And meditation, such as repetitive speaking and the emptiness of the mind, is a form of self-hypnosis and brainwashing? I know. I know I didn't. Two and a half years ago when it got revealed to me as to why certain antics and behaviors didn't rest well with me, I wasn't sure. I even thought that maybe something was wrong with me because everybody was doing it. And everybody was talking about how they were getting success and how this was working, But I couldn't really articulate why I couldn't attach myself to it. But as I just continue to know, and y'all may have heard me say many times when I shared your wisdom, the Messiah, one thing I know is I might not know everything that I am, but I know what I'm not. And when I could not put my hands on it, I even went through some times where I judged myself and I felt like, well, maybe, you know, I just need to practice a little harder or I need to do, you know, everybody. thing. This is, this is going to work. I was even tempted because of pressure. Even sent out clause using the I am affirmation. And I said, okay, maybe I can work with that one because that's going to work. But that couldn't even speak. It didn't get real clear to me until I started a couple of weeks back teaching on God's precepts. that he started to talk and he told me, he said, you understand why those things couldn't make sense and you really did walk away? It even cost me serving on some people's platforms. Y'all don't understand. Because it was so, such a real emotion that I couldn't get myself wrapped around it, but I just knew it wasn't right. But it wasn't until a couple of weeks he says, are you ready for me to tell you why? And he began to introduce through my study scriptures and ideas and perspectives that I hadn't seen before because I was trusting what I heard over studying it for myself. So again, as I opened up to tell y'all, it's not to say that what I'm saying is right, but it's right for me. And I'm only planting the seed that I've been given to plant, to share with you, to hopefully open your heart up to a different perspective so that you can go study and you can go pray and you can go apply into your own life and get the revelation you need. But I challenge you today that you might ask yourself, That if I haven't gotten all that I know God has promised me, could I be putting some stumbling blocks in my way because I wasn't understanding the things that I had created in my life where it had divided my allegiance, where it had divided all of my mind and got me experimenting with double-mindedness, but yet I'm still over here trusting God, believing in him, knowing that he's real, but I cannot put my hand on why stuff ain't working for me. Could it be? Because you've been blinded a little bit. Could it be because you've been distracted and brought into the broad behaviors of many entrepreneurs in the marketplace without following the true living God who is the one that gave you the desire and the ambition to be an entrepreneur? Go do your work. Go figure it out for yourself. But what you can say is that you don't know. They say people are worried. People lack for uh, they perish for the lack of knowledge. I say people perish for the lack of application. Cause so we got a lot of knowledge today, but people are not rightfully dividing the word and applying it in their own lives for themselves. So I appreciate you today for listening and saying, And I really do believe that there is something that is going to be corrected in your life by this word that's been shared today. So I encourage you to share with us. You might not want to put this one on Facebook, but you can email us at hello at com and share with us some insights, some ahas, or some openness that you've got. Even after today's call when you go back and listen to it, because some of y'all are going to be mad and y'all going to go back and listen just because you want to point out where I'm wrong. And that's good. That's good because you're going to get a clear picture for your life. So I encourage you to share this, and let's have a discussion, because my desire is to make sure that we all get what God has promised us, but we have to do it within his will, and we have to do it committed to his purpose, and we have to do it being a peculiar people, willing to separate ourselves from those that are in the marketplace and be the difference and be the light so that people could be drawn to us, not because we've manipulated them or made them believe that we have an answer, but because we're guiding them to the one that does have it, because we're reigniting them to the relationship that will sustain them when this world is broken. We are taking them back to the path of the things that will sustain them when things start to get shaky, because there is only one true and living God, and he comes to us only through our relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ. So thank you all so much. Y'all have a good and great day. And we'll meet you back on the line tomorrow morning. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Co-working Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.